Champions of Psychology is meant as education and entertainment. It is not a substitute for medical advice or professional counseling. Discussion of mental health topics will be primarily rooted in research and the personal experiences and self-disclosures of the hosts. While we can provide generalized education and possible mental health resources, we cannot offer any recommendations, advice, or opinions for any specific persons, cases, or situations. We provide these resources and links at our sole discretion, but have not necessarily vetted or reviewed any resource. We assume no liability for the use of the information or resources on these sites, and we encourage you to use your own best judgment. Hello, and welcome to Champions of Psychology. Oh, you cannot hear me. Hello, and welcome to Champions of Psychology, a show with the goal of openly talking about mental health and gaming presented by Codename Entertainment and TakeThis.org. Every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here on Twitch.tv slash CNE Games or later on your favorite podcast service, Mitra Jordan, Rafael Bucamazzo, a.k.a. Dr. B, talk about mental health in these unprecedented times as well as how gaming affects us. If you're here with us live in the chat, you can leave a question that I, Trevor Bettis, will ask them later in the show. And our topic today is part two of Holidays with the Family. Dun, dun, dun. Yes. <laughs> Holiday we... with the family part two, the refamilying. <laughs> but yes, before we get indeed. to that, uh, who are you two fine folks for people who may not know? So I'm Mitra Jordan. I'm a therapist working in private practice in Victoria, BC. Uh, and I often incorporate games into my work as well as popular culture themes, I guess. So I don't know what this signifies or why I'm wearing this really silly pirate shirt, but it was red and I had to keep up with the others. So there we go. It works. It works great. Well, hi, everybody. I'm Dr. B, uh, Raphael Bocamazzo, better known as Dr. B for all for the long Italian name reasons. And the fact that, you know, we're 35, 34 episodes in and that still makes Trevor chuckle. It, it always will. It always will. Don't but I am so a clinical psychologist in the Seattle, Washington area. And I am also the clinical director over at Take This, which was the first mental health nonprofit to serve the game community. Um, I... I'm also an expert on the applied use of games in clinical and learning settings like Dungeons and Dragons. I'm a bit of a fan of role-playing games a little and bit. stuff. Just a um, little bit. As well as Idle Champions and <laughs> and Eggnog on on wintry nights and Long Oh wait, no, wrong wrong yeah, yeah, I was just like, I was like <laughs> sorry. We're, we're doing a dating podcast now. <laughs> Ooh, there's something we might tackle in the future. Who knows? Ooh. Oh, God. oh, God. Oh, let me tell you horror stories. No, no, okay. I hear it coming. I, my horror story. Okay. And next year, when it's this time, we'll do bringing the date to the family dinner. <laughs> I, I will tell you that uh, when one, one date of mine found out what I do for a living and was really intrigued to find out my Myers-Briggs type, she was not amused when I said dryly, my type is an IDGF. Um, when she realized what I was saying, she was less amused than I was. <laughs> uh, well, yes, we're, we're, we're here to talk about, uh, I like that we put in the notes, surviving the holidays with family. Um, it is a survival horror game sometimes. Um, and... <laughs> 
and last week if, if uh if folks if you weren't here to see last week's episode that was part one it's not too big of a deal we mostly just talked about what can go wrong um and things that aren't always great around this time oh, of year dear. so many things yeah uh, um and so you don't you're not missing out too much you can go back and watch it after this episode i believe it's up on youtube now uh so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh lauren's already putting the the youtube in the chat um and uh yeah so this week we're going to talk about things that we can try to do to help ourselves during this time of year so oh, where do y'all want to start with this uh i gosh there's so many ways we there's so many ways to go with this but uh in, in the chat they're they're picking up on this how what could go wrong i don't know everything yeah everything yeah. um cousin eddie could come to town and <sighs> <laughs> oh i i just had to stop myself real bad from just starting lines from that movie <laughs> i'm gonna show up at one point dressed like that by the way <laughs> and you know which scene i'm talking about yep yep i know what scene you're talking about i know what scene you're talking about but you know what there are so many strategies that we can we can start with and so what i think mitra and i and trevor really want to do is just give you helpful hints and tips we've heard from a lot of different people yeah because if there was any one solution to surviving we wouldn't be doing the show <laughs> right no it's a, a conflict conflict free holiday gatherings five subscriptions of 15 dollars or less i <laughs> I think we'd make a mint, but that just just doesn't exist. No, because no. as long as you're in human relationships, there's going to be conflict. So it's how you cope with it, and also which hill you decide to die on or not. <laughs> yeah. You know, really, especially if it's a family thing or a Christmas thing. These it may be that there's some people you don't see in holiday times mm -hmm. um, that you. Um, uh, that you don't have an ongoing relationship with through the year. So if they're way of life or values, you know, don't jive with yours. How important is it? Mm -hmm. um, so you You're have to think so about that. You're being so diplomatic right now. I'm really trying. And, and also, <laughs> I think depends on the situation. Like there's a lot of people um, who will go home to other countries during the holiday season to spend time with family there where the, so the holidays that fall across winter and the ones we call Christmas and all of the rest of it mm -hmm. don't necessarily apply in those parts of the world, but it's an opportunity to do a family reunion. And so some of the same things that we're talking about today um, are going to apply to those situations as well. So we'll yeah. talk about what it's like when you live in the same city and how you can find ways to cope with and give yourself breaks. And we'll also talk about what you do if you're actually traveling to see family and how you cope with being sort of full on with them uh saturated if you will uh, mm -hmm. for your time together so yeah yeah I, I do want to give, I know we have the disclaimer before the show and everything, but I do want to give the disclaimer again that this is not, you know, psychology advice, nope. medical advice. This is literally just like, hey, uh, you know, I, we're, we're your friend. We're just trying to give you a helpful piece of advice that may help you possibly. It is not a catch-all. There's, like I said, not a correct answer. We're, we're not even going to say this may help you. We're going to just simply report what other people have said has been helpful yes. for them. Yeah. yeah, there are regular things I, I talk with about surviving the holidays i do this with clients and sometimes even um with friends or other people like just ideas and yep. so these ideas may not fit with your life experience 
we may be therapists, but we're not your therapist. Mm. <laughs> <We> <laughs> nope. like, like to say that. And I'm not a therapist at all, so don't <laughs> don't make me your therapist, please. Please don't. No. Um <laughs> So, so I, I think, uh, I think a good place to, to start with those, like, like we, we, what we have here in the goats, our notes, not in the goats. goats. We, we I'm the goats. Bring the goats. Sorry. Yeah, that, that's our advice. Sure. Bring goats to the family get together. <laughs> uh -huh. They'll be too confused to argue. Way um, too busy coping with the goats, eating the lights that you may have put up, or mm -hmm. the, uh, or all the food. Everything. Yep. Goats are quite destructive and also <laughs> intelligent. Yeah. The combination is not a good one. <laughs> Do you feel like the black sheep of the family sometimes? <laughs> Counteract that. Bring a goat. Bring a goat. Exactly. Bring a goat. Bring a okay, goat. new advice. New advice. This is what we're saying. Ch Champions of psychology, colon, bring a goat. Uh, that's just the catch-all <laughs> advice from now on. Uh, so uh, game plan. That, that game was plan. somewhere oh God, that we yeah. wanted to start with. And I really do think that is a great place to start with just thinking ahead of time, like, what am I going to do? I, I do this with certain groups that I may or may not be related to. Uh... And I think about certain people mm -hmm. and I think about the things that can go wrong with certain mm -hmm. people like because we all gang, we all have our buttons. We all have the things that just no matter how old we get irk us, they vex us. And for me, for me, one of the things that really irks me and I have to plan for is the fact that I don't care how many talk shows I've done. I don't care that I'm an author. They don't, I, I don't care that I have multiple degrees in the topic of human behavior. When anyone disagrees with me, it's just my opinion. <laughs> so what you're saying, Dr. B, is that your superpowers don't work at home. No! Right? No! I know! It sucks. I work hard for these superpowers, people, and yet also they don't work at home. Yeah. I'm not Dr. B to them. I'm little Raphael who, you know, <laughs> talked too much as a teenager. Oh, God. Yes. I also apparently talk too much. And oh, and I was super clumsy. So for years when I would go back home, well, before I was, you know, working in this profession, but I'd go back home and people would be like, you know, now be careful where you're carrying those plates or whatever. Oh, and my God. Yeah, because there was there were a couple of memorable times where things <sighs> happened. I may have dropped a thing or two or bumped into something, and I've never been allowed to forget it. It's better yep. now, but for years, right, when I was in my 20s and so on, yeah. I think, I think they accepted I was an adult when I had kids. That's how long it took people. <laughs> so if you don't have children, this is like going to happen, and it's awful. It's not fair to you at all. You're an adult, but, but yes. But but uh, for the sake of this, I, I, I come up, I actually legitimately, and I have written this down before, I have made an actual battle plan, <laughs> all right, for, like, here are the possibilities for things that could go wrong with certain people, certain things to avoid, uh, certain times of night to not converse with certain people because the mm. alcohol has probably been a flowing. and uh, flowing. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to interrupt this thought because something just occurred to me, and that is that when you bring home small children, as in your children, to extended family, it, like when they're small, it is like bringing the goats. And I just thought about that. But it oh, my gosh. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. A baby goat is a kid. Right? 
<laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah, because you, you just talk like, for a while. I'm going to sit over here with this. <laughs> <laughs> so, they yeah. Knew. They did. It's the same thing. And, and and I think there was something about, you know, if you're in a supermarket, you're going to practice what it might be like taking a small child, you know, taking a couple of goats, you know, on leads even. And it'll be mm-hmm. the same thing. Anyway, but, yeah. I digress, but to good effect, I think so. But the another. Uh, so once I've come up with a, a plan for things, that's when and I, I have this idea about what could reasonably go wrong and what's mm-hmm. go, what are my hot buttons that are going to be infuriating to me what can i work around and just basically have this in front of me and i can look at it and there's something different to me about thinking about something versus writing it by hand in fact there's research that shows that we tend to process things different uh, differently when we're writing things down by hand um Mm -hmm. that's when i start to come up with various strategies and one of my number one Number one utilized strategy is, hey, you need any help in the kitchen? Oh, yes. Yes. It's so good. It's so powerful. Yep. Yeah. And the reason I do that is a couple of for a couple of reasons, actually. Um, One, I'm reasonably helpful in a kitchen. Okay, I cook all the time. Um, I can do some decently. uh, I, I can do some good prep work to really actually be helpful Two. It eliminates a lot of need for small talk mm-hmm. because we have a shared activity yep. that we are mm-hmm. involved in. It's great. And we mm-hmm. have a shared goal. Superordinate goals, shared goals are great ways to bring people together. Mm-hmm. And having a shared activity like that is going to help me out amazingly to avoid really awkward conversations that are in-depth because I got to chop onions. Like for realsies. I will, I will say though, my my aunt, master of multitasking while cooking, she would still ask me how are things going, but because we were cooking or doing something, it made it last longer, and so I only had to do it once max. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, mm-hmm. and plus on top plus on top of that, if I'm helping in the kit, if I'm helping in the kitchen, then they're grateful. Yeah, you're you're already in the good side. Yes. And even more so than that, and this really plays into my autism, people filter into the kitchen like one at a time. Mm -hmm. I don't have to monitor the large masses Mm. of jellyfish, social jellyfish that are sort of floating through the party. uh, Somebody in the chat, uh, Wahi underscore G, do the dishes. They'll all love that 100%. That's another one. Absolutely. Don't got to stick around for that awkward after dinner chit chat. Now I'm going to do the dishes. Yeah, no, let me help with the dishes. The yeah, no, that's let good. me help out. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I hear you saying a couple of things. First of all, you're playing to your strengths because mm-hmm. you enjoy cooking and you're good at it and mm-hmm. you are actually quite helpful when doing it, which mm-hmm. I think is great um, because I think then we're in our, we're feeling much more resilient when yeah. we're in our own own strength. Mm-hmm. It brings, it's a way to bring my territory, if you will, to mm-hmm. another environment. Yes, yeah, it's a bit of a home This is a space in which I feel comfortable. Exactly, right. exactly. Right. Empowerment. Right, and then we can feel a sense of belonging because we're doing something helpful, not just sitting stiffly on the sofa, mm-hmm. uh, drinking, oh, so you know, mm. um, drinking Aunt Janice's peach brandy or something that we didn't want. I don't know. Um, I'm a peach brandy. 
I mean, <laughs> actually happen to love peach brandy and apricot I'm down brandies. with this. My granddad used to make really good ones. But anyway, I digress. But what I'm trying to say is, like, if you're sitting there uncomfortably doing a thing that you didn't want to do um, versus being helpful with the dishes or being helpful in the kitchen or saying, hey, did you, did you want a hand with that tree or the whatever it is, garland they're putting up or any of those other kinds of activities, um, then that's great um, as well. A great out, if you just need a break, is to do a side quest. Uh, I'll go get the whipped cream you need, or I'll go get the milk, or I'll go grab the, you know, whatever it is that they somebody forgot, or mm -hmm. if there's something on order that needs to be picked up, you could volunteer to do it. And that gives you a break from the environment Oh yeah, and a little bit you, of time to kind of recoup. I would you rather just deal with the me. grocery store. You just yeah. remind me of one of my favorite holiday memories. We we got we, we this is when my grandfather was quite old and he's using a walker and stuff. We got him to my uncle's house and my mom and I go, Oh, we forgot we forgot the pies. And then we then verbally fought over who would go back to get it. And it was, No, I'm gonna go. No, you're gonna stay here and take care of grandpa. I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and it's especially for those of us who who are of a more introverted nature like there's mm -hmm. just to harken back to something there's a big difference between being um so uh, not liking people and not liking crowds because a yeah. lot of introverts are incredibly social we just don't like group large swaths of people yeah. at one point um but having a purpose helps me out tremendously like knowing the framework of what i'm supposed to be doing and if my mm -hmm. job is to go to the grocery store to make sure would they get a certain kind of butter for the pies that are in desperate need right now that gives me a purpose that gives me a mission it gives me a respite from the awkward chit chat mm -hmm. um that's really what i'm trying to avoid because that's that mitra mentioned playing to your strengths um awkward chit chat is not one of my strengths mm -hmm. yeah i think i think some of the hardest chit chat is with people we don't see very frequently um and maybe we have this sense that perhaps we don't share the same politics or values, right? We're family, <laughs> we care about each other, but there's parts of me I can't share with you um, or things about my kids or other people that maybe I'm just not going to say. Um, and so getting through uh, gracefully and extricating yourself and having lots of reasons to extricate yourself can be super helpful with those kinds of conversations. Yeah, yeah. especially when they want to give you their opinion on your job. I think I need to take this off. So oh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. All right. We'll pop off well, they, I know, you know, I know you're an expert on all this, but let me tell you what I think. Oh, man. And why I you're wrong. I loved mm -hmm. that when I was a restaurant manager because I was like, nah, I've seen y'all around uh, restaurant employees. I'm, go I'm good on your advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, f I find also that people will try to pick me personally, will try to pick my brain about the uh, problems or other family members or i'm having trouble with so and so and it's like i do not want to be put in the middle here thanks mm -hmm. you know, at all so so there's that um i do want to bring in one thing we actually didn't discuss in our preparations yesterday but i feel that it deserves a mention mm -hmm. um some of you might be going to christmases through christmases or holidays uh, or events at this time of year uh, or even visits home elsewhere where things are different now. Mm, yeah. um, there's 
somebody who hasn't made it through the year or maybe extremely sick. Um, there may have been a divorce or a separation and your holiday events this year look different. So I would, I just want to make a note of that and um, I want to find a minute or two to address that as we go along because yeah. that might be helpful. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, you do bring up a really important point that it, we, we've said this before in the, in this, in the grandest sense of things that our sense of normalcy in the last now nearly two years has been thrown to the wind mm -hmm. and we are left uh, both grieving uh, grieving the loss of what we had and while we're trying to reintroduce a sense of routine and normalcy. And so I, I think this is going to be a really common thing for so many of us. The Even the usual holiday routines are going to be kind of out the window. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, don't try and do it the usual way. Like that would be, I, I would say that some parts of usual might be a comfort to some people, mm -hmm. but really acknowledging what's happening can be so important and also a comfort because we're not going to pretend our way through this. So yeah. if there's a way to truly acknowledge what's happening, um, right. I would certainly take it. And um, you might be the one who brings the acknowledgement of, of what's happening. Because sometimes <laughs> it can be kind of scary for people to say wow it really feels different yeah but there, it seems like the, the, just from my perspective that there's two ways of going about this where you still do the same things you did before or you change you try to change things because they're different and the not the not having the reminder that hey there's a missing part here in what we were normally doing is rough. I know I fell, fell into that camp when my grandfather passed away that Christmas. I changed how we did stuff because I'm like, nope, I'm not thinking about that right now. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's different for everybody. It's awful to have. I mean, I think we've all had those conversations, whether it's family, whether it's not family, whether it's the holidays, whether it's the not the holidays. But when there is that metaphorical elephant in the room that we're mm -hmm. essentially all trying to maneuver around as opposed to being like, so things are different. Yeah. yeah. Let's just, let's talk about this. Let's call this out. Um, but another thing is a lot of people choose to just, a lot of people choose to not spend time with biological family. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because, and I, I don't want us to romanticize the idea that you have to, no. you have to spend time with family because family is, you know, family is forever. No, family, families can be destructive. Yeah. And it, yeah. It, it can often be a hard choice to not spend time with them for a variety of reasons, social expectations, internalized expectations, and so forth. But there are many people who make the choice to spend time with their chosen families who they find empowering and uplifting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there are certainly some people um, who might choose to just travel if they can and if you know, COVID allowing and finances allowing, but certainly I've known people uh, who will just be like, you know what, I'm just going to go traveling. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go traveling to places where uh, the holidays I'm used to dealing with aren't a big thing, and I'm just going to enjoy that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that's okay. Like your your choices are your choices, and what gets you through and supports you is really important. Um, yeah. So. 
And some of us may really want to be with family, but we can't afford to travel, or we're not able to travel for a variety of reasons. Mm -hmm. um, so finding ways to make this time of year work for you, whether it's with friends. Um, I spent a couple of Christmases um, on my own when I was younger. I couldn't afford to visit with family. <clears throat> and so I just made myself a nice dinner and kind of mm -hmm. had a long phone visit with a friend who was in the same boat. And that really helped. So find so, ways so to make it an event for yourself, to take care of yourself. So mm -hmm. Some of my favorite like well, you know, Thanksgiving as an example, and some of my favorite memories of the past decade, and this is nothing against my family. My my, they, they've been fine Thanksgiving and whatnot. But like 2019, um, my wife and I were both working jobs that required us to either work the day of Thanksgiving or the day after. Uh, and my wife was working day of. I was working early morning the next day. Mm -hmm. uh, we couldn't do anything with the family. And my best friend uh, found out, and he was just like, "Get over here. You're three blocks away." get your butt over here. We're going to have Thanksgiving. And so he, his family just welcomed me in. I got to hang out with them and have Thanksgiving. And it was great. I loved that. Mm -hmm. And, and that was, that was absolutely the sweetest thing of them to do. Um, and, and that had nothing to do with my family or anything like that. In fact, it was really last minute. It was great. <laughs> yeah. A lot of my good friends are transplants from other parts of the world. And we used to do a shared um, event, both around, um, the solstice, Christmas, if possible, and around New Year's. And so we'd have, we'd throw a big party and, oh, I miss big parties now, just for a minute here. Um, <laughs> but we'd, we'd, we'd have, we'd get together and we'd just make it ours and we'd kind of talk about the year. And so there's, there are lots of ways of, of managing um, to find a family-like feeling. And mm -hmm. I think one person in the comments, Wahiji, says let's not forget people can choose people can and do change and grow and yeah in some cases they mm -hmm. do absolutely um and you know your your family best and you know yourself best um and so that might be um i think at one point i remember feeling like i could i would now have a more comfortable visit i could just appreciate where people were were at and the same things that would have been much more upsetting when I was younger, they just weren't bothering me anymore. And I could actually appreciate and enjoy going home. But that mm -hmm. isn't everyone's family situation. So trust mm -hmm. your own sense of what's going to work for you. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that was a good uh, point to take a quick break, remind our viewers and listeners of our disclaimer, and then come back and talk a little bit more about this before uh, checking in with chat and see what questions they have. Remember, you can drop those in uh, any questions you have into the chat right now. Our awesome J Mod will grab those and put them in a little document for me, and we'll get to those at the end of the show. But until then, disclaimer. Champions of Psychology is meant as education and entertainment. It is not a substitute for medical advice or professional counseling. Discussion of mental health topics will be primarily rooted in research and the personal experiences and self-disclosures of the hosts. While we can provide generalized education and possible mental health resources, we cannot offer any recommendations, advice, or opinions for any specific persons, cases, or situations. We provide these resources and links at our sole discretion, but have not necessarily vetted or reviewed any resource. We assume no liability for the use of the information or resources on these sites, and we encourage you to use your own best judgment.
still blows my mind we got something that that amazingly good as as our disclaimer um so we, we touched on what what uh what dr b called yesterday quest goals because we talked about the side quests <laughs> and we, we touched on quest goals of like things you can do to like try and you know They're plan muted. out what you're doing muted oh am i muted again <clears throat> But you know, that was for the podcast listeners. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> apparently, Excellent has decided, no, when you change back to this, you're muted. Everyone else is fine. Um, so, yeah, we, um, we, we touched on uh, what Dr. B referenced as quest goals. And uh, we talked a little bit about side quests and stuff and like that. But what is some other quest goals that we can set or that people can set themselves to try and mitigate these interactions? <laughs> <laughs> so did you want to did you want to start with that because you... yeah well yeah <laughs> why are you going uh-huh why just straight yeah. up i mean it's it's something i ask myself with a lot of social interactions these days i mean especially because i have to these days because we're still in the middle of a pandemic it's not risk-free to go and hang yeah. out even with people who are fully vaccinated there's still a little bit of risk mm-hmm. and so i have to ask myself why am I doing this? Is it important enough to take a risk? And are there mitigating factors in doing th- in doing things? And so, uh, you know, if I'm going to spend time with, hypothetically, if I'm going to spend time with uh, family members who I find contentious and horrible, and I, I don't actually have anybody in my family who I find truly truly contentious and horrible of course there's conflicts Mm -hmm. of personality because there's a large enough group and that's always the case but um i i really make it clear to myself why am i doing this is it worth it yeah absolutely if you're going because you want to parade the kids to the grandparents because the grandparents want to see them but you never liked your parents or their parenting maybe reconsider how you're spending your time should your children have a relationship to that degree with with these people what's what's worth it is there someone else you're also visiting like just think it through in terms of what are we doing and are we doing things because we've always done them are we doing things because we feel uh there's sort of this oppressive sense of having to do them or are we doing things because no we're really moved to do them it's corporate policy we've always done it that way <laughs> right. Sorry, ma'am. Can't change corporate policy. Sir, <laughs> sir, get a, get your butt out the door, sir. You, you got to go do. So, so, yeah, consider what it is you're doing and why. And Well, and that and that's that's the starting point for any other strategies that I do. I mean, this comes back to like my whole planning thing of what could go wrong, but the, but also why am I doing this? And so now that I know there's a reason for that, that's one of the things I try and bear in mind is if I have a clear purpose for being there, that's worth it enough to be, okay, I'm butting heads with so-and-so. This is worth it because of X, Y, and Z. This is worth it because I get to see, I don't know, hypothetically, um, I don't know, I get, I get to see those two cousins from Western Europe who I only see every five years and I adore them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you're showing up because you have a loved parent, but horrible her horrible sister-in-law is coming and you're just like, okay, I know she's going to have to deal with this and I love her and I am her ally and I'm going right. to be there. 
And so one uh, another reason to go is for those allies, those people you deeply care for, mm-hmm. uh, for whom this may be a difficult time, mm-hmm. um, and those people who truly know you. And mm-hmm. so even if we can't speak our truth at the dinner table, uh, there are those who will roll their eyes with us when uh, that awful uncle starts pontificating about things. So there are people who are on our team that we want to be with. I keep thinking about the character Drunk Uncle from SNL. Drunkle! <laughs> it was just so brilliant. It was just so brilliant in in cap in capturing so many holiday interactions that so many of us have had over the years mm-hmm. of just somebody who wants to pontificate but does not understand a what they're talking about and two does not listen to your responses. You come back, you know, you come back with, well, it, it doesn't work that way. And then they come back with a foreigner medley. Oh, God. The, the band, not the political topic, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, besides like deciding like, okay, so let's say that you, you go through that risk assessment and you're like, okay, I, I do want to go to this, but there are still a few things that can be disruptive for you or for the whole group like what what is a way that you can go from there oh tag team that's Absolutely. that's one of the benefit of having those allies those people who understand you and uh and if because we mentioned this earlier that we all have different things that bother us we all have different sort of hot buttons that get pressed and you can be on the lookout for theirs and they can be on the lookout for yours and you mm. can run interference for each other. Yeah. And that has been uh, that for me, that has been an incredibly helpful strategy for someone um, I, for someone who knows that this relative might bring something up and I'm going to be trapped for like 25 minutes while they lecture me on on something they know nothing about. And I actually know this, and I'm going to try and hold my tongue. Please rescue me if you see this thousand-yard stare. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, of course. Of You're course. so convincing. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, no, 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 totally. Absolutely. No, I, I know they're an economist who's never studied psychology, but really, that's a fascinating opinion. Oh. Oh god. That's oh, that's I a fascinating opinion on this thing I actually do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh wow, yeah, my throat's stifling. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm there with you. <laughs> I'm just choking. I'm dying over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, folks, feel free to use your cat, your small children, anything you can think of as a reason to give yourself a break as well if you need to. If if the oh I'll I'll be right back. I I, I just need some air or uh washroom or whatever you can do to get out of those situations is fine don't feel like you're a bad person for doing that and i can i can i jump in really quickly mitra and address something that just came up in the chat the question why not try to inform people that they're wrong ah yes well okay let's welcome to our chapter on how to start family grudges and uh, let let me show you exactly how that goes uh what are some things that can start a fight hey do you guys want to fight Well, it's it, and but also that it, it, at least for me, and I know other mental health professionals that I've spoken with are 
have had a similar experience with this that they don't the family members and those close to us don't envision uh, they don't hold an image of us as an expert or someone who knows you know like human behavior and when i in the past when i have tried to point things out to people what that they're wrong and by the way i can cite research off the top of my head and i can point you in the direction of various authors and oh by the way i've actually written a peer-reviewed chapter on this and blah 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 what it comes down to is that's just your opinion oh yeah because that comes up with people we don't know as well right i mean think about Think about the internet. Think about um, any interactions you've had with people you don't know where you might even say, oh, hey, you know, just thought I'd let you know. Here's a website that talks more about that. You might do it in the most polite way possible where you're steering them towards, oh, actually, that thing, it's kind of a hoax. You know, here's something that even if it's an innocuous thing, never mind the big pieces around race and, and gender and um, our thoughts about that uncle who's kind of misogynistic and doesn't think women have a place anywhere but the kitchen or whatever it is, right? Getting into it isn't helpful because as someone in the chat mentioned um, that people don't like to hear they're wrong. Thank you, Crafty Rebel. So true. Um, and as Grungy Gelfling, love the name, says, it's not worth the drama. <laughs> yes, because if we get into that kind of discussion like this at yeah. the Christmas table, or dinner table, wherever, um, even non, even birthdays or other events where we're suddenly seeing family members whom we don't always see, um, who else are we upsetting, first of all? Right. Who's already yeah. having a hard time with this person? Exactly. Are we upsetting our cousin who has to go home with their mom and dad? Right. Who's going to have to has... hear about how we confronted yeah. them? Right. And then dad is maybe four or five drinks in at this point, who knows, right? And we're not bearing... That we're not necessarily carrying this. We might have a talking to from some other family member, but it might really impact someone else much more right. seriously. And it, well, yeah. and, and, and I think that does also come back to why are you going? Yeah, yeah. If, if you know that these people are there and that there is the opportunity that you don't trust yourself to not start something, right? Or for them to not start something, why are you going? That that's, exactly. that's goes right back to what we were talking right. about there. What's the purpose for actually yeah. being there? And, yeah. and let, I want to be clear about things. There have been times where I've had to set boundaries with certain people. Yes. And, and yeah. but it's a question of picking my battles. Yeah. Because I think there's a difference between setting boundaries and fighting back. So sorry right. to have interrupted, but that's no, the, no, that's, that's a great that's the point. distinction, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and it's an important thing. That um, I'll, I'll I will give a I will give an example because um, I, I I try not to talk just as a personal policy I try not to talk about interactions with family members, um, in, interactions with family members specifically uh, out of respect for them. But this is now a family member who is no longer with us, and they will not feel embarrassed about it. But um, this is a, a family member of mine who, when they were alive, had some very um, contentious opinions on things like mental health. And there was one interaction one time where I just had to I, – I, I cut things off and I, I said, okay, I just need a straight answer from you. Are you asking my opinion or are you telling me yours? Because I want to know what I'm going into here. 
And they said, I want to tell you my opinion. And I said, you have given me your opinion before. Has it changed? And they said, oh, uh, no. Okay. Are you open to changing that opinion? And they said, I don't, um, they hesitated. Okay. If you are open to changing that opinion and you want word, and if you want an expert opinion, I will give it to you. But if not, I'm going to go get a drink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I just walked yeah. away from it. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So we can set boundaries without losing our cool or without telling other people that they're wrong. You know, we may feel that. We may know that. They may, in fact, have shared information that is in no way factual. Mm -hmm. um, but it is their opinion. They can hold it if they wish. And we can also not hold it or allow it to affect us. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, when it comes down to it, a lot of times, uh, a lot of times at these at family gatherings, especially when people haven't seen each other in a long time, it's uh, what I've come to understand in my interactions with them is that it's not them. It's more about them trying to be understood and seeing kind of con who's connecting with them. It's not about actually having a discussion. Mm hmm. Yeah. And I will tell you, as an autistic person, super confusing, yeah. super confusing, because they want to have a discussion on the face value. But really, there's this thing called subtext that other people apparently have. And <laughs> <laughs> like, they don't say what they really mean. And I'm like, eh. yeah, but so um, yeah, what I've come to do with that is think about the underlying agenda. And I think this might be useful, uh, generally mm -hmm. to put out there. When someone comes at you with a comment or whatever, think about what are what's their agenda here? Right. Is it to just pontificate? Is it to just, as you shared um, earlier, Dr. B, is it to just share their opinion? Has anything mm -hmm. changed? What's my agenda? I don't want to have to hear this. You know, I'm not interested. You know, I don't want to go down that road. I don't need your racist misogynistic, sexist, homophobic, whatever, comments. So that's where we know that they want to kind of start this train. Do you want to fight, essentially? And I don't. So Yeah. And that's, and that's actually, that's been a strategy that I've used more than once. Um, uh, just more than once. Okay, what are you, what are you trying to get out of this conversation? Mm -hmm. Just straight up, just bringing that into the light of, what are mm -hmm. you hoping to get out of this conversation? Well, I just want to exchange ideas. Do you really want to exchange ideas or do you want to tell me yours? Mm -hmm. <laughs> because there's a difference. <laughs> I'm happy to give you my perspective if this is a legitimate exchange here. But mm -hmm. if you're just talking at me, then I'm out. Yeah. Just wasting air. Yeah. Um, and there's also oh, the, I was just going to say, there's also the, so, you know, we care a lot about each other and we're not going to agree on this topic if it's someone you're close to and relatively comfortable with. So let's not get into it. Mm -hmm. that and might there, in, in that respect, I've also called out the idea that, listen, to you, this, you know, depending on the topic, to you, this is an academic discussion of hypotheticals. But to me, this is people I you're talking about people I know and I love. Yep. This is not a, this is not a removed hypothetical to me. And I can't have a conversation in that context. Yeah. These are people, th these people that you're speaking about, mm 
are people I love. Mm-hmm. And it affects them. I know it doesn't mm-hmm. affect you, but it affects them. So tread lightly. Yep. Yep. Uh, we are getting towards the point where we uh, would check in with chat. Any last things that we want to discuss? I, I did want to bring up real quickly the the idea of bringing uh, a board game or something like that. That is another mm-hmm. thing that uh, I found really does help detract from the small talk uh, and whatnot. And when I when I say small talk, I mean small talk. I don't want to have. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and um, but but it is. I, I will say you know definitely n- know know your crowd. Uh, I do think one of the funniest, most unexpected things was one of my friends told me that uh, he busted out Cards Against Humanity on his very Christian family, and they all loved it. And I was massively confused. Do not try. Do not recommend. (laughs) The exception, not the rule. Um, (laughs) So, you know, know know, know your group. Know know who you're taking stuff for. Yeah, Definitely. Uh, But that is that the games are great. Uh, as well. And also, um, think about where you're staying. If you are visiting with family, do you need to stay with them? Do you have a backup plan? Is there a friend in town that you could stay with if things get difficult? Um, Could you afford a hotel or an Airbnb, either instead or for part of the trip? So I think the important piece and the reason we talked about that uh, in pre-production was people not feeling trapped. Um, and so if there's a way where you know, okay, I can get away or I can stay somewhere else or I can visit with a friend, um, these are important things to know for yourself. Um, if you're visiting family not so far away, can you take a separate car? Would that be okay? So can you take breaks or leave when you're ready? So these things can allow us to better tolerate the experience. In fact, for people often find that having an escape route actually makes it possible to stay and experience things and not feel quite as dysregulated by, you know, difficult people in your life. Just knowing Mm -hmm. you aren't trapped is important. So, yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's check in with chat and see what questions. You can still put questions in uh, in the chat, and Jay will grab them. Uh, one of them that I did want to jump to uh, because I, it's one of the things that I actually do have experience with. Uh, this is from uh, Wahi underscore G. Uh, it says, uh, "Do you have any uh, Do you have any ways of dealing with an old dad with dementia like symptoms? He keeps watching Fox and uh, drawing back to political discussions, even after a hundred times saying I don't want to talk about that. He forgets and circles uh, back every time. So." Uh, the reason I say that I have experience with this because that was my grandfather. I, um, my wife and my mom and I all lived with my grandfather through uh, his twilight years, and his mind definitely did start uh, going uh, probably in the last five years of his life. And this was common—not so much like the political thing, but like you know, going down a, a story that is like, all right, maybe don't talk about that right now. And I don't know, like, I don't know if this would work for you, but essentially one of the things that I started to do was kind of have like a, like, I guess it was like Santa Claus sort of thing where like I would put grandpa somewhere and sit next to him and I would just try and get people to come by one at a time to talk to him about what they had been doing and, you know, talking to him about everything like that. And it got his mind focused on one person. So there's less confusion going on. Um, and focusing on something there and then, you know, they would move on to like go do something in the kitchen or something like that. And someone else would come over. And that was probably the best way that I found with him of, 
keeping him present, um, but also being able to avoid those conversations. I do remember what, I don't remember what the topic was, but I remember something came up and I li- uh, just very over the top went, nope, all right, we're done here. Okay, let's uh, just move to somewhere else, please. God bless. <laughs> One of the things I do want to point well out done, is that yeah. um, that is a really tough question for us yeah. to answer because that is so specific for yes. you. Yes. And yeah. we can't actually give any direct clinical or medical yeah. advice. That's and why I was so, just like, this was all what I have done. Yeah. That's, and yeah, because every every, uh, you know, every case of anything really is so specific to your case. The only thing mm-hmm. I can really suggest is if they have a caregiver, if they have a medical provider, especially if they're a memory expert, they are going to be because they're going to know your case better than anybody else talk to them and see if they have any strategies for how to work around that sort of thing yeah that that's absolutely i think the the most important thing we can suggest and then if there's a way to bring other family members up to speed with that so that they're on board and can also support this parent of yours then that's really useful as well because no one wants to feel alone in that situation and no one wants that family member who is finding it maybe more and more difficult to stay in the present. Um, you don't want them to feel too disconnected. That disconnection right. is what leads to um, usually just finding it more difficult for, for all of you. So as much as you can stay present with them and support them and still find time to take care of yourself through this time, that's yeah. also important. Yeah. Yeah, I, I will say that that was probably one of the rough things is like doing that. Like I had to save a lot of spoons. Lost spell slots yeah. had to be saved yeah. for doing that because yeah. it was it was rough. Yeah, was don't really do it rough. alone yep. if you can help it. Yeah, yeah. see if there's other oh, people yeah, no. who can take a turn. Yeah. Luckily, I have my, my wife there who massive big help with that. So. Yeah. Well, this is why having, I mean, you know, we've said this a lot and it's, we're only semi-joking, having your allies, having your party, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's dangerous to go alone. The more people mm-hmm. you can have around you who are who are connected to you, who understand you, and who are willing to support you, yeah. that's going to be incredibly powerful. I mean, I don't care mm-hmm. what situation it is. Feeling alone makes it worse. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, let's see here. I, I did like this. Uh, this is going back to Dr. B talking about... Uh, not being the expert the family lurking writer says basically dr b at home a superman under a red sun gotcha (laughs) (laughs) Ah. (laughs) Ah. (laughs) let's see yeah um uh, Babylon Ranger 2261 says, uh, we are very social uh, with those who share our interests and, uh, and family, especially extended family. Don't always uh, don't always share our interests. Yeah, that one, when it, when it comes to conversation or even like the board game suggestion, it is hard. It's like, yeah, no one really has these similar interests. But, uh, you uh. know, there, 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 there's some you can find somewhere. Maybe I I know there's still a few family members. I'm like, I love you. I got nothing. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to talk about. (laughs) Like, I know. I don't want to talk. I don't want, you know what I do for a living? I hang out with, I hang out with a lot of very diverse people. And we talk about the need for feeling included in, in various elements of things. 
I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about your opinion on cancel culture. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, it looks so, like Nightbot was being overly active. I'll say. <laughs> Okay, Relevant, you said nothing wrong there. No, 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 no. Nightbot's being all. a butthead. Um, oh. uh, yeah, uh, uh, Relevant said, uh, as a queer graduate student in psychology, this stream is very validating. Uh, I love my family, but my goodness, the holidays are a dance that school hasn't prepared me for. For sure. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Yeah, that, academic learning and living it, living in real life, that's a very Yeah, all those diverse people and that world, and then you go home to maybe something quite different. I appreciate mm -hmm. how tough that is, where parts of yourself um, end up not not being... Uh, being hidden or you don't feel that you can show them and that's really difficult so i get that yeah yeah absolutely uh wish you the best of luck with this holiday season mm -hmm. um i uh unfortunately i do think that that's all the time we have because i do keep forgetting that we now run right up against spartic inspiration so we gotta give oh. a little time to get the stream going on there uh but uh friends where can people find you if uh they would like to do so on the internet um, at Mitra Jordan, right down here, or MitraJordan.com. And, and uh, this uh, guy is everywhere. Yeah. I, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's everywhere. it. I'm around. He's around. Uh, no, the, you can, it's more important not to follow me, but to follow Take This at Take This Org. However, if you would like to follow me, I am pretty much on all the socials at the Doctor B. That's T H E E two E's D O C T O R B is in boy. And I'm very, I'm very proud to say, <laughs> there's a video for how to ADHD that came out today about <laughs> dopamine, and she kept all of the outtakes. I'm, I'm behind the camera directing a bunch of those, <laughs> and she kept all the outtakes, and they're hilarious. I'm very excited for this. I have um, to see that. But yeah. <laughs> I'm around. <laughs> you, you also you also do a couple. You do a little bit of streaming. I do some streaming on my own channel, uh, as well as take this as channel. Yeah, you'll find me. You find him. Uh, you can find me on way too many podcasts that you can find on my Twitter account at the Trevor. There's an A hiding in there. Uh, the, from the same Mister show where me and my uh, uh, donor conceived half siblings talking about our lives uh, is still going on its third season right now. Uh, that happens on Friday. So if you want to hear a little bit more about that, you can check that out. Uh, let's see. If you miss any part of this show, you can catch it later today at 2 p.m. As a well, maybe 2 p.m. Maybe a little bit later. I gotta take a lunch. You'll catch it later today on your favorite podcast service. Uh, and if you have any uh, suggestions for future topics you'd like us to talk about, you send those into Champion Psychology at CodenameEntertainment.com, or if that's too long, tweet them at us. Uh, thank you to Jay for moderating the chat and doing his awesome job as always, and thank you to Codename. Codename Entertainment and take this for giving us an opportunity to have these discussions. Uh, like I said, Bardic Inspiration is happening right after this. Uh, so don't go anywhere. Uh, stick around for that. And uh, they're going to be doing an awesome song. I think they're doing a song about Whittle. I think, <gasps> I think Megan Kedrick is, yes. is joining them. I have a Whittle so, time uh, to devote. You have a Whittle time to devote? I yeah, do. There go. I my time yeah. Um, and uh, I, I do want to mention real quick, uh, Crusaders of the uh, Lost Isles has uh, a desert bus thing going on right now. You can check their socials uh, to donate and get a new Crusader. Uh, also, uh, there's uh, the what, what was it? Uh, I, my brain extra has life? gone blank. Are you extra, extra, life? extra life. Extra, extra life, life is happening this Friday. <laughs> uh, we got 24 hours of streaming going on. Uh, so be sure to do that. Oh, also with the desert red things, if, if, if they hit a certain goal, there might be another game that shows up with something else extra cool. So, you know, like donate and maybe things will happen down the road if we hit a goal. I, so, I like games and I like extra life and I like desert yeah. bus. Yeah. All so, of these things. In. So donate to all the things. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, uh, Misha, did you have something else you wanted to throw in there real quick? I thought you had something you wanted to say. It was about Extra Life. And also Extra Life is about donating for health. And one of the one of our actually, I think mostly we're raising money for BC Children's Hospital, um, which is a cause dear to my heart. So, yeah. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, that'll be going on uh, Friday. So our normal streaming schedule is going to be off, and there's gonna be 24 hours of streams. It's gonna be awesome. I'm do. Uh, Lauren Irvin is running a game for me and the rest of the marketing team where we're all dragonborn going to a family reunion. Uh, Maybe relevant. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, be sure to check that out. Uh, but that is gonna do it for this week's show. So until next week, take care of yourself. Bye. Bye. Champions of Psychology is meant as education and entertainment. It is not a substitute for medical advice or professional counseling. Discussion of mental health topics will be primarily rooted in research and the personal experiences and self-disclosures of the hosts. While we can provide generalized education and possible mental health resources, we cannot offer any recommendations, advice, or opinions for any specific persons, cases, or situations. We provide these resources and links at our sole discretion, but have not necessarily vetted or reviewed any resource. We assume no liability for the use of the information or resources on these sites, and we encourage you to use your own best judgment.